Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm here with my co-host, Anel. Anel, good to see you. Okay, this is episode number 103, Free Will Off the Cuff number 8. And these episodes we basically use to just like say whatever we want to say. There's no script. So basically what's happening is like we have no idea what we're going to say. We're going to see what the universe makes us say. And like, it, you know, this is kind of like it'll be a good way to demonstrate how everything is a movie, you know, that basically it is scripted, but it's not scripted by us. Okay, so like, how is, how is the universe going to start this show? What is free will? Okay, what is free will? Free will is the absurd notion that the universe <laughs> makes us think, because again, if we had a free will, nobody would get this wrong. You know, it's the idea that like what we do think, feel, say, and stuff is up to us. You know, that like that we're responsible for We're just along for the ride. Right. And the reality is nothing is up to us at all. Nothing that we do think, every thought that comes into your mind, everything we've ever done, everything you've ever done, everything we'll ever do is completely scripted. The, the, the entire world is a movie. Now explain, let's go into the causality. Why is nothing up to us? Why is, is all of reality just like a movie? Everything has to have a cause. Okay, let's... And every cause has a cause, and every cause of that cause has a cause, all the way back, regress to the beginning of time and before we were born. People, how do you not get this? How, how do you not get this? The friggin' universe, how does, like, the universe not allow people to understand that if everything has a cause, free will I has to be I want to try a new, a new way of doing this. How do they... <laughs> uh, first of all, why is this important? All right, look, free will is the ability to make decisions 100% independent of genetics and conditioning. Totally impossible. I can't even define free will because it's incoherent. Uh, why is this important? It's important because everybody's like, because we, we, you know, we may have a third world war because of this. Because like the countries are blaming each other. Everybody's blaming each other. Climate change is going to like threaten us. We're going to blame, you know, everybody's going to be at each other. So from billionaires to millionaires to paupers, none of us have free will. Nobody not, has free will. It's not like some people do. You hear people say, well, America has more political freedom. It, no one has free will. Everything is mandatory. There's no voluntarily, you know, voluntary. You don't act voluntarily is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Ever. It's all, uh, yeah. Exactly. You always have no choice. It's an, there's an invisible gun to your head. I want to try a different technique. Okay, let me give you some top guys that are considered evil. Okay. Hitler, Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, Sandersky, the uh, Penn State guy, Bernie Madoff, this guy Jim Holmes who shot everyone in Colorado with the uh, Dark Knight, member. Okay? And this recently, this guy who pushed a guy onto the subway. If you were that guy, atom for atom, neuron for neuron, quark for quark, neutrino for neutrino, Higgs boson for Higgs boson, evil soul for evil soul, you would be that guy. Yeah. So if you were that guy, atom for atom, neuron for neuron, you would be Hitler. It In means, other words, yeah. Would, would, so would, don't say, oh, I wouldn't be Hitler because I would have a soul that made free choices. You would have his soul as well, atom for atom, quark for quark, soul for soul. Evil soul for evil soul. So you would make the exact same decisions and behaviors that all these evil, quote-unquote, evil guys did. How is there any room for free will? Once I say it that way, you would be him and he would be you if he had your atom, parents, genetics, conditioning, atom for atom, quark for quark, neuron for neuron, neutrino, you know, quark for quark, Higgs boson. You would be him and you would have his soul, right, quote-unquote. Right, right. You would be them, and they would be you. Where's free will? There's First no time free ever will there. How do you like, does that make sense? Of course it I've makes sense. I've never described it that way. Yeah, it's like, and Sam Harris did it in his book. It's basically, yeah, we're lucky if we're not no, a... No, but that rabbi said, 
you wouldn't be him because you would have a different soul and you would make different choices. Well, no, that's a mistake. Basically, you know... If, you have to have that soul if as we well. Had, if, if you we had Hitler's had, soul... If we had Hitler's parents, genetics... If we had, Let me talk. Right. <laughs> if we had Hitler's experience, his mind, his experience, his life, we would be Hitler. We would, it would be the exact same thing. You know, a lot exactly. of... Exactly. It was opportunity. He happened to be in Germany. Germany happened to, like, you know, have this geopolitical stuff going on because of World War One and all this stuff. It's all about stuff that nothing's up to us. So, so what you're saying is completely... So, in other words, when you, when you get this, when you get the, like, these mass genocidal murders like Hitler and Mao Zedong and all these guys had to do what, what they did, I mean... You can't obviously you can't allow people like that to gain power. You know that's a thing. But again, all of a sudden, you don't hate anybody. You don't hate even the worst evil person that's ever. That's what I'm trying to list the most evil people that's ever lived. Yeah. I know. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it can be said for uh, all the most saintly, heroic people that they shouldn't be overly revered as heroes because they were just doing what was natural for them to do moses jesus i mean like these guys well, i'm saying like you know i don't know any year like uh the guy who landed that plane the hero sully susberg or whatever right or a firefighter went into the 9-11 buildings to rescue people i mean they're heroes right but they were just doing what their genetics and conditioning taught them to do and if you were born in their situation, you would have done the same thing. Right. And why is it important? Because, like, a lot of times, let's say you do something heroic. Okay, so you're yeah, like... let's just not take the evil. Let's take both sides. Right. So, you know, you're given... You might be given a reward. You might be given the key to the city. People will be very grateful. But you don't become arrogant. You say, oh, yeah, I'm so much better, you guys. I'm a hero now. Like, you guys don't rate and stuff. Because you would understand that, like, hey, it wasn't up to me. You know, I'm just, you know... Right place, right time. Exactly. You know, so, it, it, so basically, the heroes of our time of any time would be completely humble they would like they would not be arrogant they would not be boastful they would you know that's that's you know because because the thing is the families that are affected when someone murders someone they love to call the guy evil and hope he rots in hell well why is that because they're so angry it's because of free will thing if if if, if those families understood that those people had absolutely nothing to do with what they did. They would be asking, and a lot of people, a lot of people ask this anyhow: Why is God? Why is the universe doing this? Why is God allowing this person to do this? Why is God making this person do this? So, make this clear: If you were another person, Adam for Adam, Quark for Quark, Neuron for Neuron, you would be the other person, yeah. evil soul and all. So, why is it that in Nazi Germany in that time period, some Germans actually saved Jews? And help them. Why, if they had the same conditioning in the same country, was it their free will acting that morally, or even in, like I saw the movie Lincoln, that some guys wanted to free the slaves? Why, how does that happen in an evil culture like Nazi Germany? Why did some people not go along with it? There's there's a, a guy, a science writer. His name is Chris Mooney. He writes science books. He just wrote a book. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that's what makes people believe in free will. That some, not everyone went with the with with the flow. Absolutely. So and tell the, me that. All right. So like, all right, all right. This guy Chris Mooney is a science writer. He just wrote a book called The Republican Brain. Basically, it shows how like a lot of our political decisions, who we vote for, what our political views are, are actually genetic. In other words, if you have a certain genes, there's absolutely no way you're going to vote for a Democrat or a liberal. You're going to vote Republican. For a lot of people, like a lot of like liberals, Democrats would blame these Republicans are so evil because like they're not allowing us to do anything about climate change. You know, like they ignore it, they deny it, they, they don't understand and stuff. And like the truth is, 
they have no choice in it. The genes that they have, and again, that's, and it applies to, to Democrats also, to everyone, you know, basically this, this genetic structure is so strong, they, they understand it so well that what your genes have, you know, are, how your gene structure is, your, your genetic code and all, is going to determine your, your um, political Okay, but you're not answering the question. So Nazi Hitler Germany, what caused certain people to go against the grain and say, wait, this is wrong? The genes! I mean, it was the genes, and then, like, it was, like, for example, like, if you have a certain amount of genes, you're going to also raise your kids in the, in the way that you're, you are. So, like, in, in Germany, just, some... what about their causal history? That's what I'm saying. Genetics like, and history. I mean, conditioning. What if a German was uh, bike riding one day and went to a pond and fell and hurt himself, and a Jew helped him up and... Uh, you know, brought him in for it was cold out and said, "Come over for some hot tea before the war and everything." You, you, you're an eight-year-old kid. You fall into a pond or whatever. Someone rescues you. You're not going to grow up hating them. Your causal history was, "Wow, they're nice people. They're, they're, they shouldn't be ex- exterminated." Then the, the war breaks out in Nazi Germany. You remember that childhood memory that how great that Jewish lady was and that cu- that family outside of Frankfurt or whatever that rescued me from that icy pond and gave me oatmeal and uh, a hot bed and a water bottle and f- fruit and the world's greatest uh, salmon, and a hot tea. And then I went back every year for to celebrate, and then suddenly uh, my, my ruler wants to kill all the... You have different causal history. So here they are looking like it's their free will standing up against Nazi Jews, but really they had a causal, not just the g- genetic, but they had a causal thing in their past that made them like Jews. You're absolutely right. Something like that. That is an excellent ex- illustration. because of how like, that could happen. Yeah. And everybody else never intermingled with the Jews, so they automatically listened to Hitler saying they're all evil. That's, but, that's, but if you have a different childhood memory where they rescued you and were nice to you and you went to met the family, you met the family dog, you hung out by the fireplace, you're going to go ahead as a, as a Nazi soldier when you're 25 and start exterminating them? I know. But your, your other friends are. Why? They don't know. They didn't meet that family. Genetics. Remember, you went in the woods, you went down the wrong path, you met a whole different person. I know. Genetics only explains about 50% of our personality. So what you're saying is... It's makes a causal chain. Right. By meeting the Jews, getting to know them, being friendly with them. You're completely right. So, like, so, so you're more likely to hide that family in your closet or your staircase when the, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's and very important. That's very important. That's not free will. That's People not think, free will. People oh, think all these Germans acted with their free will. They went, they saw, they worked, they worked within their moral compass and used their godlike moral soul to make a moral decision that God would like and, and tell Hitler he was wrong and ran away or whatever. All right. I want to, like, this is like an off-the-cuff. We can talk about whatever we want. That's what I'm talking so, like, about. But, all right, fine. We've established, we've established, you can't blame the genocidal murderers. You can't blame Hitler. You can't blame anyone Nor for anything. Nor can you praise the ones that stop, try to stop them, like I just gave you an example. I know. But here's the thing. All right, fine. We've established that the universe, God, I don't care what you want to call it, how you want to see it, is making these homicidal maniacs, genocidal, you know, it's making people do that. Why on earth, why in the universe would the universe do that? That's a big question. Why not? Because, like, I'll tell you why not. Because, like, if you were the universe, if you were God, what good reason would you have to afflict pain on a completely vulnerable, powerless being? That assume God has a personality and cares one Forget way or the about, other. Forget about... Well, that's... The, the universe. Well, but, all right. Why, why not? It's all the same to the universe. It doesn't care. I don't know about that. I mean, I hope that... I hope you're it's, wrong. It's like you said, that it's a movie when you're a previous show. So, God is the casting director, and, and like a good movie, he needs a few nutty uh, dictators. Right. You, we could see the universe Power that way. Power-hungry, 
uh, you have the, you've coined the hedonic imperative. So a mass murdering dictator is getting is trying to hold on to power, like it happened in Egypt. You're God, okay? Now, I, I think I, I, the thing is, that the idea is like, all right, we could see God or the, the universe as completely indifferent. It just doesn't care. It just doesn't care. But that doesn't make sense also, because you want to know why it doesn't make sense? Because, like, the average level of happiness here in the United States is about 70%. People, we are basically happy. So the universe recognizes, like, it made us. It made us seek pleasure and avoid pain. We can't help but do that. It made us into beings, that, and it's rewarding us. Basically, we have generally good lives, you know? And that's good. So, like, it's the universe understands what it's doing, but why is it, why, I mean... Remember, you're only happy because you think the world's ending, so I don't know how happy you are. No, I'm, I'm, well, the reason, I'm limiting my happiness. The universe is making me limit you my happiness. You told me privately you can't wait Be- for December 21st. Absolutely, because I'll tell so you how why. how are your audience going to listen to you if you're... I'll, I'll talk no to the audience right to now. Happier. I'm wearing this sweatshirt saying vegan because the universe is making us torture and kill 60 billion sentient animals every year. I mean, like, we, we imprison chickens. Like, the, the, the chickens ordinarily live, I don't know, five, six years and all. They, the, the lives we give them, they live... Five per cage stacked, you know, on top of each other. So the feces coming down and stuff. Six, seven weeks. It's horrible. It's horrible. Pigs, cows. I mean, this generation, these last hundred years, especially now the last 10, 20 years, we are the most evil people in the history of civilization and if the if the minds were right then it's good that god is destroying us because basically what god has to do is to destroy the entire human race start from scratch with the amoebas paramedics and evolve us all into like into like well what i'm hoping is all right getting back to my point like why is the universe doing this like the universe is the universe doing because there's a finite amount of energy that we're competing over that's why it happens no no but what's power the, and money all right but and energy if we're, if we're going to blame the universe for anything, because, like, you know, it's a question about whether the universe has free will. But if, if the universe... The universe does not has, have free will. We've gone over this before. If it has this to our so like, the universe doesn't have free will. But, like, the idea is, like, the one thing the universe got wrong, the only thing... Is that there's pain. Yeah. Well, think about it. Because if there was no pain, what would, who would care if, there was, if we had a free will or not? You know, because, like, if there's no pain, there would be no pain from mistaken. But without pain, you're not you motivated to do anything. No, but if without pain, it wouldn't care if you do anything. Nobody would matter. But we have, to fi- we have to compete over finite resources. But no, we don't, because, like, if there's no pain, it doesn't matter whether we win or lose. Doesn't we matter wouldn't we- need to eat. We wouldn't need energy. Doesn't matter whether we live or die. No pain, no pain. I mean, that's the thing. That's why we believe in a heaven. I believe in a heaven. I believe when we die, because we don't have free will, we all ascend to this bliss i have absolutely no proof for this there'll be no motivation to do anything in your heaven if everything's bliss we're just floating around and that sounds boring all right think about this you say then again there's no such thing as boredom and bliss right there you go there you go look let's stick with no free will so you you said very coherently why in nazi germany the person who went against the grain was not using their free will or i said very why they were using their causal history or genetics Mm mm-hmm and also for heroes, the same thing. Right, right, right. That's interesting. I'm going to meditate while you talk. <laughs> so, yeah, nothing is up to us. The whole, how do people not get this? Everything has a cause. I mean, like, we've, this, is, this has got to be the thousandth time that I talk. Every, everything has a cause, okay? That means every decision we make has a cause. And there's going to be a cause to that cause. There's going to be a cause to that cause. These causes are going back moment by moment by moment 
into the past. So what happens is like stuff that happened before we were born, before the planet was created. But a lot of people don't know what the cause is. Determining everything that's happening now. It doesn't matter if we know or not. We know that everything has to have a cause. So it's in your sub and unconscious. That's a good point. Some people think like, we don't know what the cause is. That's completely inconsequential. We know that everything has to have a cause. Yeah, you weren't born with a belief system. You had to learn it. Right. And you You have your genetics. You want to address this randomness stuff. A lot of people, quantum mechanics has some results. In other words, they don't understand a particle, you know, they don't understand where a particle is going to be until they see it there, right? And some physicists say, well, if we don't understand how it got to its place, if we can't predict its behavior under classical methods, that means... It must be indeterminate. Right. That means, like, it must be indeterminate. In other words, it's not deterministic. In other words, this particle is violating causality. Some physicists, some scientists get this absurd notion. You know, it's a a complete mistake. It's a complete misinterpretation. And why is it? Because, like, the particle, fine. We don't know how it got from point A to point B. We can't predict its behavior, but it got there somehow. And the way to explain this, the most salient way the most crucial way is like basically our universe we can only see like four percent of it because like you know according according to all the gravitational forces and stuff there's 96 percent of the universe that has never been detected but we know it has to be there so in terms of like you know fine a scientist doesn't know how particle uh, one got from point a to point b but you can't conclude because you don't know how it got there that it got there uncaused you know, there was a cause to it. So in other words, what I'm saying is there's no such thing as randomness in the sense of things happening without a cause. So that's why, basically, I'm accentuating the point that everything has to have a cause. Okay, but if everything is a circle that has a cause, and then if there were everything that were over here were random, even if you intersected them two, it still would never cause free will. You're never, there's no free will any which way. So if it's all random or all causal, and then there's some, like, 5% of this and 10 I mean, where is their free will, even if there was randomness? Good point. Because a lot of say times... Say it's 90%. Say you had two... Here, I could, I could draw it. Keep talking. I'll draw it. Yeah, a lot of times... this. I think a lot of this, this whole thing about randomness and causality and quantum mechanics, I think it came up because people wanted to try to salvage this idea that they have a free will. They thought, well, if not everything is causal, if not everything is deterministic, maybe that leaves an opening for free will. Actually makes the matter worse. Because if things are happening uncaused... So if things means, are causal or random... If things are happening uncaused, they couldn't be caused by our will. It could, they're not caused by us, they're not caused by anything. That doesn't give okay, you free Okay, now you either. overlap the circles, causal and random. Say there's uh, 80% of this, there's no place for free will, which is all I'm concerned about. Right. Some people say, well, part of reality is causal, part of it's random. All right, even it would, okay, 90% causal, 10% random, or 90% random, 10%. Where's free will? I don't know where free will is. It's to not be found. anywhere. And and so how does the universe not allow people to understand? But I happen to, to believe it's one hundred percent causal. I don't believe in randomness. I, I because you because the universe made you understand this. I know. Sam it, Harris thinks there's randomness. And how could ha- Sam Harris not get this? He's a neuroscientist. I'm like these actually, these people, these scientists believe that things happen All without causes. Right, but as causes. long as the audience understands that uncaused phenomena, which otherwise known as randomness, doesn't help your case for free will. Exactly. How so, is it, that's all we're arguing. But if you start arguing with me about that you have free will because I mean that things are random, and you're defending free will, that's not the way. That's the worst way to do it. I can't think of a worse way. I know this shows think of it, if everything's random. Like say you do the Powerball lottery, right? You win two hundred million dollars, right? 
and you quote unquote randomly won it. Where's free will? Where's the free will in that? What did you do to to deserve that? I didn't do anything. You got I, lucky. I got lucky, and, and luck isn't up to us. It's not up to me. Luck, by definition, is not up to you. right. You I go know. to a casino, you get lucky. You but got lucky. This show is scheduled. Or unlucky. Yeah, this this show is scheduled to air on January seventeenth. Okay. Really. Now, if if the world didn't end on the twenty first, what day of the week is that? Thursday. That's, you know. So if you're watching this on January 7th, I hope the Giants are in the playoffs, and I hope they're doing well. And um, obviously, the game will be this Saturday or And Sunday. obviously the world didn't end on December 21st. Well, that I knew. Because if, 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 you know, if it did, you're not watching this. You know, because like, obviously. So, so the I'm idea announcing is, to my the world point. that I'm saying there is 0% chance of the world ending. I right. think it's the craziest yeah, thing know. I've ever heard. But anyway, my point is like if There's we're still zero, around, if, if we're still around on in, in um, January, the idea is like, all right, maybe the this mind thing wasn't about the world ending, but then ah, what, what could it be about? Because they said this is this is the end of a twenty six thousand year cycle. The beginning of the new Twenty six thousand years one. of insane insani- right. insanity based on free right. will. So like, era. what is it about the free the Mayan prophecy? If we're still around in January, wasn't about the world ending. Perhaps in, I mean maybe the it'll death end in, of the belief might end in two thousand and fourteen. Who knows? But, but, but no, they said twenty twelve. No, no, because it could be approximation. I mean prediction. No, I mean you not. can't get December, all that accurate. They've been talking about this for years. But anyway, all right. But they're right. So it's like, the end of if an it's era. not about the world ending. It's it's to a large part because I think it's going to be a lot more than this. It's going to be about the humanity, the human race overcoming this illusion of free will and creating a brand new human race, a new consciousness. You know, everybody getting this is bigger. Uh, tell them, so the end of free will. Do you agree is also the end of the belief of heaven and hell? Yes, because like the only way you can justify hell is you believe in free will because a person is so evil they deserve to suffer eternally. That's such a sick belief. Or, like the Calvinist said, there is heaven or hell and it's predetermined who goes. Right. Either way isn't crazy. But yeah. There's it, no free will. Right. It, I mean, like, if you're going to create beings. Yeah, why be you know, predetermined for heaven or hell? I mean, that's be, talk about unfair. The rest lo- of eternity in heaven or hell when it wasn't even your, up to that's you? That's sick. I mean, how do people believe that? How does the universe. Again, you can't blame people for that. Because Calvinists understood that there's no free will, but they were still trying to justify being feeling chosen or I not know. to be moral or whatever. Why would and again why why does the universe put such hateful evil beliefs in people's minds? That's sick. And it's the universe doing it. It's like why did you know again getting back to this issue of pain. Pain's really the the main thing in reality, you know, if if you were the universe and you create a species all these beings sentient beings and you program them to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Right. Why would you put them in pain at all? You know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Makes sense to me. You would lie around doing nothing all day. Nobody would be doing anything. All right. How about in other you're, words, if you're, if you're going to touch that hot stove, you wouldn't be motivated not to do it because everything is there is no pain. You're forgetting something. You're forgetting something. There's you're, no pain in your view, right? For, so then I would just you're put my God. Hand on it. You're God. You're the universe. Basically, we're puppets. We're marionettes. Nothing is up to us. Everything is up to you, right? So why? How do people do what they do? Because you make them. In other words, they don't feel pain, but they go up and, and, and do work and do all this stuff because you're making them so do that. So why not sit on a hot stove? Because you you don't want them to. If you, as the universe, wanted them to... I don't want them to. That's why it's painful. You burn your finger. But that's what I'm saying. If you are God or the universe, you don't have to rely on pain as a conditioner because you could just make them not put their hand on the stove. You can make them not feel any pain at all. 
how would they know what it feels like to put it on? If I mean, they have to know what the pain is like to not do it. You just like, dude, if you're making, if you're controlling every action that they're doing, you don't make them put their hand on the but stove. there would be no causality. There would need to be a causality why they're not putting it. They're not putting their hand on the stove because it hurts. There's no, the, the causality is they're not putting their hand on the stove because you're not allowing them to. You're not making them. So they go like this and then they can't do it? Well, think about it. Why does somebody put their hand on the stove anyhow? Because God, the universe, is making them do that. Regardless of the pain, so you're God. You you would like. I don't want to get into arguments about why there's pain and why God made a mistake. All I just want to talk about is there's no free will. I mean, uh, you know, you get off in these crazy tangents. <laughs> but I'll tell you, All the right, reason so who cares? this is no, this is important because like after this is show number hundred and three, we have so firmly, so conclusively established the idea that there's no free will and this it may take people 10 years to together. Who knows? But the question is, like, fine. Well, I just want to say today's December six, right? Uh, yeah. It's a two years uh, anniversary that I found out that my friend Werner was no longer with us. Wow, uh, he's he's up there in bliss, dude. Yeah. I don't I don't know where he is. Some people know. say you can talk to him. No, he hasn't come visit. He would have visited me by now. But yeah, so like yeah. Um, so in heaven, no one's trying to earn money because that's what causes a lot of pain. Maybe well, I don't know. Maybe they are, but if they are, they're enjoying it. Then how would anybody ever quit a job? Think about it. All right. Th- you were saying that like... Uh, Nobody uh, would do anything if there was no pain. You were saying you just that... just float around blissfully. You were saying that like um, bliss wouldn't work here on earth, right? Because like nobody... But you want to... The, the truth is heaven as, as purported by Jews, um, Christians, Muslims is a place that's of complete bliss. I don't believe in heaven. No, but they do. reincarnation with energy. What, what's wrong with heaven? you have no recollection of your previous life. Why don't you believe in heaven? You should believe in heaven, in bliss. It doesn't sound right to me. I'm not going to blame you. It would be too crowded, first of all. You know how many people would be in heaven? You know Alexander the, the Great, Marco Polo. It's crowded. You know how big the universe is? We're a tiny Everybody that's ever lived is going to be hanging out. At what age are you hanging out at? The, the age that you died? Maybe you can choose what age. Maybe you could be like one, one day you could be five years old, another day you can be 25. Ridiculous now. Adam? I mean, are you the age that you died at? So a 99-year-old is crippled and old for the whole t- for the rest of eternity, and, and if you die 20 in a football accident or a car accident in high school, you're a healthy young guy? I mean... Right, no, no. You, so, you, you leave Earth, and you still continue at that age forever? It could so if be. if you're a crippled 103-year-old, you know, doubled over in arthritic pain, you get that for eternity? All right, you're so about, you never answer what age you'll be. Well, all right, basically, the idea is, like... Who's to say that we actually have a physical body in heaven? We, we don't. We might so like so so then if we but don't what have what age a phys- is your spirit? Right. So like oh Are you I, a miserable old crotchety guy or are you optimistic fifteen year old, you know? Well, maybe you can decide. Been, I mean, today, you know decide? For, for the next hundred free, years freely decide? No. So then you don't have free will in heaven. Right, so you can't have free will in heaven. If your causality says I want to be the hundred and two year old guy in pain for eternity versus a 25-year-old healthy guy, I mean, that's not fair either. Huh? Spend rest... If you spend... You're not going to do that. If you're in bliss, if you're, like, up in heaven in bliss, you're well, not going to Let's just be... finish with no free will. All right. Sorry, mm-hmm. audience. This show is about how there's no free will. We got off and it's crazy. You don't have free... No, no. He's the king. This he is does important. these crazy... It's not... <laughs> I don't care why God didn't... Why God caused pain. I'm going to create a new care. show. I don't care if there's heaven. All I care about is refuting this ridiculous thing called free will doesn't exist. It needs to be stopped. Yes. It's an out of control. And this People is the biggest thing ever. They take it both ways. I don't care if there's heaven. I don't care how the universe started. I don't care about the Bible. I don't care about whatever. You're, why there's pain. There's no free will. Thank you. <laughs> what he said. 